Leadership is simple, but it's not easy. I'm Daryl Black, and I have over 30 years in crisis leadership and project management positions. And over those decades, I have learned and applied the concept that I call minimal viable effort, how to make the most impact, the most influence, with the least amount of effort in the least amount of time. And through those tactics, I have been able to build my influence, lead hundreds of people on operations during crisis and projects. And it's those tactics, those techniques that I am able to apply in the moment that I am bringing to you in this series. Practical and tactical, no more than 10 minutes, that right after you finish listening to this episode, you can take what we just talked about and you can apply it. So, just had a conversation with uh, with somebody uh, just regarding the the, uh, the challenges that are being faced on a on a remote location, and you know I'm struck by how uh, how true the following litmus test or filter is when you're dealing with performance challenges and and. Um, particularly in supervisory roles but it can apply to, to everywhere um, how they how, how you can break them into two kind of broad categories even just to start the, uh, the the process of figuring out what to what to do with folks that maybe aren't aren't filling filling the role as you would expect or as you would hope and so I'll offer up this process First and foremost, you find out there's an issue, whether that's somebody not following a process properly, somebody that's not maybe handling uh, people very well, uh, somebody that is reporting violations and you know, rules like crazy, so they're really leading with a, with an iron fist, uh, somebody that's not counseling people, but more just um, uh, being a lot, lot, lot more autocratic, others that are are just uh, maybe timid. They're not self-starters. They don't take initiative. They don't step in and actively, uh, you know, work with people uh, for for various reasons. So, first thing you need to do, obviously, is figure out what is going on. You know, to just get a good sense for for some ground truth, we call it. And that means oftentimes physically going to that location. And I understand that. You know, in distributed workforces where we're at now, sometimes that's impossible. But however you can do that, the the onus is on you to to really figure out what is going on, what what is the situation, what is that ground truth, not in anecdotes and hearsay, but as much as you possibly can, just get a good current state of what the situation is. So that's step one. Step two is to now talk to the individual and determine one of two things. And again, this is now where the, the, the algorithm works or starts. One of two things. One, the individual is either willing but unable. So they are willing to do it, but they're unable to do it. So they want to do a good job, but they can't. So the unable part is maybe they don't have the proper training. They don't have the proper um, resources. Maybe that's time. Anything like that. But, but they're willing to. They want to do a good job. And so that's the first step, is figuring out, are they willing and just unable to do that? Because that is somebody that is highly coachable, uh, implement measures to for, for mentorship, uh, walk along somebody, 
you know, walk alongside them and help them out and give them guidance, those sorts of things. That is a great person to have on your team, in my opinion. All right, the other option in our algorithm is that person is able to do the job. So they do have the tools, they do have the resources, they have the time, they have the training, they have the experience, they have all of those things. So they have all of that, but they're unwilling. Previously, we had somebody that was willing but unable, coachable. On this side now, we have somebody that's able to do the job but unwilling. And therein lies now the algorithm difference. Once you have established that, that person will obviously need some coaching and mentorship as much as possible. That's the responsible thing to do for the most part. Unfortunately, this is now a path that's leading towards what we're calling performance management. So performance management entails a whole different set and subset of processes and procedures and reviews and policy, all of that stuff. And unfortunately at this point, the attitude is that this employee, this worker, this team member is leading their way out of that team that project, that organization, your team, whatever that looks like, okay? So I want to offer that guidance up. If you're having trouble with somebody, first start with that good current state. Secondly then, is it a case of them willing to do it but unable? Or is it a situation where they are able to do it but unwilling? Skill versus will. Is it a skill issue? Or is it a will issue? And hopefully that will start guiding you right off the bat, a very, very effective litmus test to make sure that you're starting them off on the path that will, uh, you know, where, where you can help them ultimately. And when I say help, performance management is also help. Uh, you're, you're really being hands-on and a lot more detail-oriented. And honestly, my approach is maybe this is not the right assignment. Maybe this isn't the right environment. Maybe this isn't the right team. And that's okay. That's okay. It's in everyone's best interest to maybe exit that, that person. Because somebody that is, is unwilling, that is like a cancer within the team, particularly if that person is a leader. Because every time that you ask them to do something, they will they will often say, yeah, yeah, no problem, I'll do that, and then turn around and do something else. Or if they do follow your direction, which is yay, it'll be begrudgingly, and it will often be associated with editorial comments, like, I don't agree with this policy, I think it's stupid, but I'm not in charge, they are, you know, those kinds of things. So that has a real dire impact on, on a team culture, team dynamics, and, and, and outcomes. So. If, if performance management is not a necessarily in and of itself something bad. It's actually something that, that's the responsible thing to do as a leader um, to make sure that, that you're not poisoning a culture and that you're setting everybody up for success, including the person that's being performance managed. As I said, maybe it's a situation where they're just not, just not a good fit, and that's okay. We'll agree to disagree and, and uh, you know part ways, and, and that's just fine. But we don't want to be too quick to part ways. We want to make sure that we've gone through some due diligence and, and, and some coaching and determined what is the situation moving forward. So hopefully that's, uh, that's helpful.